Good morning. Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. Our series with Carl Edwards continues this week. Carl is a business consultant and executive coach in the Los Angeles area. Thanks for being with us again, Carl. How are you, Claudia? Good. Now, I'm excited about this morning because our topic today is no excuses. Yes. And my first question, let me start by asking you, is what are some of the excuses? Well, Claudia, it can sound like a harsh term, but people get so busy and there's so many things going on at work that these situations can serve as excuses. So there's people who aren't pulling their weight. There's people who've got complicated things going on in their life. There's circumstances outside of your control, like what your competitors are doing or what your delivery company's not doing. And they all make your job difficult. But if you start pointing at those things and solving them as your starting point, I th- believe that sometimes serves as an excuse for taking action on what you might be able to do. And so the premise of no excuses means? Starting with yourself. That when you want to see change and get results and do things differently, mm-hmm. your best starting point is with how you're showing up, taking a look there first. You show up differently. That creates the situations where others can show up differently. And you can control yourself. I don't always listen to me, but most of us have <laughs> control over what we do, which right. is a lot easier than trying to master everyone else in all these other circumstances, which is what many try. But you did mention that there are obstacles and people, circumstances that are beyond our control. So I'm curious, how do any of our choices matter if we can't change those obstacles? Well, that's the form of realism that I'm advocating right now, that it's more realistic to say, take those as our realities, take those as a given and a starting point. We're not going to excuse those people and we're not going to avoid those issues. But if I start with myself and say, now, what am I doing to contribute to this situation? For example, one firm I was working with had an assistant, a secretary, who reported to multiple managers, and she was almost impossible to give work to. You would come toward her with a project, and you would get the evil glare, or you'd, you know, well, I'll get to it when I can get to it. Mm -hmm. And all this energy was going toward um, trying to figure out how to get her to be more receptive to doing the job she agreed to do. Mm-hmm. Well, turning it around, as I'm suggesting, and looking at how you're showing up, they had created a situation by giving her multiple supervisors, um, giving her projects at the last minute, that created a situation where she had to protect herself from these failure opportunities that kept coming her way, getting right. too much to do mm-hmm. at the last minute. Not pleasing everyone. Not pleasing everyone. So she was protecting herself by being her supervisor and planning ahead and helping her prioritize which projects were most important and making some of those decisions on her behalf and defending them against the other people giving her assignments. You create a different situation where she doesn't have to defend herself. So it's almost by taking those things that are in your control, namely yourself, that you can actually influence those things out of your control. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then you end up creating a different situation for other people to make their choices in, either a safer situation or a more thought-out situation, or it could be a better planned situation. It could be just a safer environment to to go for it in their own jobs without um, worrying about your response. Well, this is a 
a serious challenge to look at oneself and see uh, those things which may be contributing to problems. How do you suggest you start something as threatening as that? I suggest people just make a promise to themselves that if they want to see results change, that they are going to start with looking at themselves. What that requires is just, one, taking ownership of the situation, that you are a part of this situation. It's not what the other people are doing, and it's not merely the circumstances around you. It's seeing yourself as an active player and owning that. Um, when another is just staying in the learning game, not needing to feel that you need to have it all together to be the supervisor or the manager or the mm -hmm. decision maker, right. but that you're constantly learning and you're going to put yourself in the, uh, a learning posture from now until the end of your career, mm -hmm. and you will approach things that way. And how does that learning or self-reflection start in the midst of being in a busy workplace and being in uh, the realities of the work you have to get done? Well, you, you would do it right in the context of those things. I don't believe in stepping out and, and learning in the abstract. You could get degree programs. You could go for other forms of learning. Mm -hmm. But I believe starting right with the decisions that you're trying to make now and trying small experiments with those decisions the one area I recommend focusing is, is on decision-making. Another would be learning to take a step back and get the bigger picture so that you can think more strategically mm -hmm. about what you're trying to do and what you're asking other people to do and how you've got that all structured and organized. Mm -hmm. And then the third is just getting real about the people around you, that, um, that you work with people is not the soft part of your job, it's the hard reality that you have mm -hmm. to face. Right that everything you want to do is dependent on these other people. And unless you get to know them and how they function and what makes them tick, you don't stand a chance at seeing change. Yeah. We mentioned in, your, in our last podcast about asking for help being something that as people of, of um, influence or in, in certain job positions that we're afraid to get help. And uh, I guess my question to you is how do we get in the mindset of focusing on ourselves and getting help or learning? How do we take ourselves away from that being a weakness and move towards actually taking action in it? It comes down to having a commitment to change, wanting it bad enough, and taking the stigma of weakness off of learning and putting a value of strength on it, actually a, a, a wise, strong business decision is that we all still have learning to do and we all could be better at what we're doing mm -hmm. and we're always working with new situations and new people realities around us are changing constantly mm -hmm. so it's being realistic to realize that we have to be on on the balls of our feet um, assessing what's going on and adjusting what we're doing constantly so that's actually the sign mm -hmm. of the strong leader mm -hmm. is the leader um, able to listen and learn and adjust accordingly. You did mention that some practical ways to look at our at ourselves. Um, I believe one of them you said was um, decision making and strategic thinking, uh, influence over others, and we'll be discussing those in a series coming up soon on our podcast. Any just la uh, last minute thoughts on um, focusing on ourselves that you want to leave leave with our listeners? Yes, I would go back to the phrase of making a promise to yourself mm -hmm. that it, far from the other forms of being egotistical and self-centered that we 
um, accuse our bosses and leaders of so often. This sort of promise to yourself to start with yourself actually is a it's a great gift of integrity to give yourself mm -hmm. and to be able to set you free to assess where you are now and um, that you're going to do something to take your next steps, mm -hmm. stay in the learning game, and that that is going to be the hallmark mm -hmm. of your leadership style. Well, I, I'm most impressed with the idea of really the self-reflection that you actually, in taking control of the things you can control, that you can influence things outside of your control. I'm, I'm most impressed with that. And Yeah, just being realistic mm -hmm. and being willing to face that reality and say, that's where I'm going to start yeah. with what I can control. Yeah. Well, it's certainly wonderful to have you with us again. Thanks for joining us. And for our listeners, don't forget to check out Carl Edwards at boldenterprises.com, www.boldenterprises.com. Our series will continue next week. Uh, we will have Carl back with us to talk about decision-making. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. This podcast is a Gold Enterprises production.